Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. Hopefully you enjoyed the weekend. Sorry I'm late. But Hannah's birthday and Mother's Day, you know, it's Saturday and then Sunday. More, you know, important to do. But I'm back with Rampage, SmackDown, and then WrestleMania Backlash, which I thought the matches made up for a lot of the stupid stories that we had. So I'll get to all of that and how I felt about it all after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. Tried to go live, but the thing's stupid and absolutely sucks. So if you saw it on the Facebook page, I apologize. Because it's hot garbage and it doesn't work well. Which now has wasted two hours of my life. So if I seem like I'm in a slightly more perturbed mood, that's because I was in a very good mood not that long ago. And nothing wanted to work. If you saw the video, you saw it go all glitchy and ridiculous and everything on Facebook. But you know what? Hey, at least I tried. No one can take that away from me as much as they took everything else away from me. But with all of that idiocy being, you know, yeah, having gone on, hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Hopefully you enjoyed the pay-per-view on, you know, sorry, the premium live event on Sunday. Because I thought that at least for the most part, the matches made up for it. Um, I thought it was better than the two shows we got on Friday night, you know, being the episode of SmackDown and Rampage, which I thought they just, you know, I don't know. I think SmackDown did it better than uh, Rampage. So I thought there was just a lot of just missed stuff and stupid stuff on Rampage, which is why I'm going to talk about that first, because then I could roll SmackDown directly in to WrestleMania Backlash, but like it started out so promising. I mean, it really, really did. Uh, with Tony Storm and Ruby Soho defeating Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter with Rebel. You now it started out, you know, decent. It wasn't the best thing ever. I mean, Tony's still in great shape. Her hip attack look her hip attack looked good. I mean, is this the best way, you know, to use her when you bring her in? Probably not, or Ruby, but I mean, they have so many people and they brought in so many people and they work with so many organizations that you know it kind of makes it difficult to properly use a lot of them just because of that and you know them working together is a good thing but the way it is doesn't necessarily work the best which is why I really you know not the biggest fan of it just when it comes to TV um, because again along like Ruby came in was right there to the thing done we haven't seen her again Tony's in there. Now she's dealing with this and she doesn't look the happiest, but she's in phenomenal shape. Her hip attack to Britt in the corner looked good. And she ended up pinning Britt for the win, which probably hopefully puts her in some kind of you know, position. I should pin the former champion. Who knows? But, you know, that was the bright spot. Tony Nice called out Dan ha- Danhausen. Yeah, you know, talk about, you know, it's undefeated, this, that, and the other thing. You know, the way he's been running from Hook, you know, it should have been Hook. Um, Dan Housen hoping to help him. And, you know, I get it all again. I get it. I, you know, I got Hook defeating J.D. Drake so fast and everything with Dan Housen afterwards in the ring, even though we're present and all that. But they've been building him to be this emotionless monster. And inside of like three weeks, he goes from, you know, using words for the first time ever to this. And I get it, but you built him that hard for this long to be something. Suddenly switching him over right away to be, you know, face, you know, to be that kind of face. 
with Dan Harrison, like it just doesn't work to me. I think they're jumping it way too fast. And I think Tony needs calling out Dan Harrison. It's just dumb in my opinion. Um, again, just me. Maybe I'm in a slightly more perturbed mood, but I still feel the same way about it all. I think it was dumb. I think it was missed spot. Um, I think should be hook in that situation. If they put Dan Housen in there, I mean, he's allowed to lose, which, you know, makes it like, guess what they're doing? You know, he can lose. It's because of the way they built up Dan Housen, you know? So it was weird, but it could work in the end. Again, it's just him being how they had him, this emotionless just thing to, Suddenly, teaming with Dan Housen, talking to that, and Dan Housen trying to get them all in like a couple weeks just seems too fast, kind of like all the faces are fully switching back and forth. But I do get it, and I do appreciate it. I just think they built them too much in another direction. They've been doing so hard at it to go and do that so abruptly just you know, seems kind of machinish and crazy, but you know, it could just be me. I enjoyed Dax Harwood on the mic about him beating Adam Cole. Like, I know, crazy. Me appreciate anything that you know comes out of Dax Harwood's mouth. I know nuts, but I appreciated that. I think it'll be a good match because again, him and Cash put on you know a phenomenal match. I thoroughly enjoyed that between the two of them. And again, we know how I feel about them. So for me to say, you know, it had to actually be good. And hopefully he gets it. Do I think he's going to, you know, who knows? I think just Cole, you know, Adam Cole, not Michael Cole or any other Cole has, you know. Red Dragon and all of them, I think there's too much idiocy that can happen, you know, for it to actually go down. But I think it'll be a good match. I just don't have faith in pulling the trigger, and I see Adam Cole moving on to that because why not? It's just what they do. You know, it's Adam Cole. He has to be in that role, even though I think Dax and Cash put on better matches than, you know, he normally does because his stuff's all predictable. Their stuff's predictable, but it's less predictable. Just you know, always their thing. Uh, Riho defeated Yuka Sakazaki, and really minus a few minutes there at the end. I thought it sucked. To be honest, I didn't like it at all. And the roll up at the end for Riho to win sucked. Like yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. Never will be a fan of it. Thought it was abysmal. I thought that this is an awesome chance, or a thousand percent unwarranted. I didn't like it at all. And again, people have to bring it in to be part of it because they're working partners with them and all these people, but in organizations, but you know, I mean, that match didn't hit the mark at all. Like that was really abysmal. Again, comment on there. Tell me I'm crazy. I don't care. It sucked. You know, it sucked. I know it sucked. We all know it sucked. It sucked. Change my mind. You will not. But comment and let me know your opinions. You most certainly can. I just didn't like it. And then Jay Lethal with Sanjay Dutt and Sutnam Singh defeated Kanasuke Takashita. And it was dumb. And again, there came, you know, all of them in the ring attacking the guy after the match. Here comes Joe with the pipe. And he gets, you know, held back by the security. Like, again, the way they're just doing that is hurting my head. Um, I get it. I like it. It's and maybe it was just because of all the dumb that happened throughout the night before that, but I just didn't like it. Yeah. 
let him get it on, let him do something. I don't know. It's just in the match before it wasn't the greatest thing in the world. We all know stupidity was going to end it. So again, there's just so much of that in AEW that you know it just hurts my head just as much as it does. But now that's their thing. And the machine switched over to just doing roll-ups all the time for everything. But, you know, I wasn't a big fan of any of that. The go-home SmackDown, though, had some dumb. I mean, it had a lot of dumb. But, you know, it had one or two things that didn't completely hurt my head, you know, mixed in there. I mean, Charlotte versus Aaliyah. Didn't see Aaliyah's entrance. Don't see the point of her being in there. She just got mauled until Ronda came out. And they kept separating, you know, Charlotte and Ronda. They'd get you know, separate from the people, like, they'd attack each other again, like the usual. So that was good. It, you know, they did it well. It was just, what the hell is Leah's point of even being there? Like, they went from pushing her to, you know, beating the world record against Natalia to, like, this. It's just dumb. Uh, Shayna with Natalia. Shayna Baszler defeated Sasha Banks with Naomi. Shayna steals it. Natalia attacks everyone after the match. Sasha gets hers at the end of it. Now the usual stuff they do there. Again, I appreciate the athleticism and the ability of all the competitors in that. It's just it's one of those things. And it didn't add anything because you didn't even see them. Look at the pay-per-view. Premium live event, whatever the hell they call it now. So I wasn't the biggest you know, fan of that, but it was still good. Uh, Madcap finally told funny jokes about you know Happy Corbin. I actually enjoyed some of them. Good for him. See, when you're insulting Corbin, they give you good jokes. But when you're with him, they gave you terrible jokes. I appreciate that because now the jokes are good and it helps us like you more. But that was one of the high notes in the show, actually, to me, which was followed up by a low note. Gulak gets a match against Gunther. I don't see the point of it because he's got mauled. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's just dumb. Really dumb. Rich Hall and Sheamus to beat Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods in a tables match. After we find Butch because he comes out from underneath the ring, makes it, you know, three on two and helps to get them through the table and then attacks afterwards. I really do feel bad for Pete done this whole Butch thing. I mean, they could have done something better than that. He's being all rabid and stupid. Like, it's just, we knew where he was to this. That's the problem. We all were invested in him for years. And now we see this. And it's dumb and it's the worst like it's just it's stupid it hurts i don't like it i don't care if anyone agrees with that or not like it sucks um tell me if i'm wrong but match was still good you know regardless of that it's just seeing how you know butch and all that's happening i just i don't dig it i think that's you can't you know make up for where he was compared to that you know he was he was so over and so good, and then just a quick change, and we're all just looking at it going, okay, like, are you insulting our intelligence? Are you trying to piss us off? What is it? Because none of it makes sense. It all sucks, but for all the eye, apparently, my adrenaline was really high when nothing was working right for those two hours. So here comes the crash after. But Lacey Evans, again, another good, you know, vignette. Look good again. Uh, realistic direction that they're going is better than that. Sassy Southern Belle. You know, I like this. You know, here's what I grew up in. Here's what I did in the Marine Corps. Here's all of that to get me here. Now I hear that they're going to do a heel turn after all of that, which 
you know, I don't get because she was always a heel. So yeah, for the most part, she was a heel when she left. So this could have been, you know, a good, you know, start for her. But we'll see. You know, it's just rumors. Anything's possible. But she did come out on the ramp and say hi to people. So at least we get to see her. That means she's probably coming out to the rings. Yeah. She's going to actually start doing something in the ring sooner than later instead of just talking, which I think is good. Again, we shall see. Uh, Sami Zayn defeated Shinsuke by countout. There's that. And then the RK bro and Drew McIntyre, Usos, and Roman Reigns face off. It all ended exactly how we pretty much figured it was going to with, you know, Riddle and Randy hitting RKOs on the Usos. And then, you know, Drew got a claymore on Roman. He didn't get pulled out of the ring and saved before that. So, you yeah, know, I mean, that does happen a lot. The other guys end up, you know, standing tall against him and then losing at the pay-per-view. It's a normal thing. But at least they made it entertaining. And I have to give them credit for that. Um, even with, I think, Roman's running to the end of his uh, thing. Yeah, you know, just without needing a break from being champion for so long because he's been doing it for so long where it's just getting stale and it really is repetitive no matter who it is and what different wrinkles they throw in there. Just the same thing over and over. And I personally think he needs a break. Yeah, never mind physically, but he needs a break. Regardless of his new schedule and all that that we heard about. Yeah, just from being champion, just because it really is stale because it's just the same thing forever. Like Brock had a different entertainment thing since then. Just the same thing. And they had nothing for him after Brock, which is why they did all this, which is why people call me on the telephone and ruin everything in the middle of everything. Because again, nothing, if you're watching the video, can go well today everything that can go wrong is going wrong welcome to murphy's law next we'll get in to wrestlemania backlash for something else stupid happens which you know for the most part i personally am surprised that i could say i actually enjoyed it you know you know there was some stuff that was going to be a stinker and was going to suck but we all know it's going to happen regardless so you can't get mad about that um and we all know some things weren't going to live up to WrestleMania just because timing-wise and all that, but we all knew that. And, you know, they still actually made some good stuff out of everything that they had there. Um, Cody and Seth, you know, great thing. It was a great way to start it out again. Was it WrestleMania? No, but was that still a really, really, like, good match between the two of them? Yes, I enjoyed it. Hannah enjoyed it, and that's really my mark, you know. Was it good as if she actually enjoys it or not? And she looks actually, yeah. She looks right back down. That means it sucked. That was good. Like they did it again. Um, you know, now we saw on Raw. You know, we're gonna have a round three. Uh, pretty sure we all figured that one out. Hopefully it's done after that, though. And hopefully they don't like he loses the first two and Seth wins number three or something, and they, you know, suddenly don't do what they did in AEW and be like, okay, well, Seth won the rivalry, like why well, he lost the first two. When I say he's still down, but it was still a great match that night. And the, some of the worst things I have to say about the night were really Jimmy Smith on commentary, like when he mentioned Cody having ring rust for being gone for six years. Thank God Grace was right there to be like, bro, like just because he wasn't here doesn't mean he wasn't wrestling. You know, he was still doing it, which is what got him, you know, where he is now, which is vastly improved in my opinion. But they put together a great one. Again, you want to start out with a bang especially when what was coming up next was coming up. Like, but you got to start out with a bang. And they did. 
And, you know, Seth tries to win with a handful of tights. Cody reverses it and rolls him up, wins with a handful of tights. Now coming around, you know, about a fair play, all of that. Like, it told a good story. It got us to the end. And, again, it was a good match. Like, minus all the shenanigans and stupidity that's happened, like, it was another good match. That's all, you know, because we all know the stories normally suck and it all gets very bad. So as long as they start putting together good matches, I stop being angry about a lot of it. You know, just put on matches that don't suck. I'm a happy camper. Not asking for much. Not asking for anything. You know, just put on good matches and they did it. So good for, you know, good for Cody Rhodes and, you know, Seth freaking Rollins. That was a good way to start it off. And they needed it. They needed that bang because no offense, you know, Omos versus, M- you know, with MVP versus Bobby Lashley. So we had the Nigerian giant versus the almighty, by the way, just the dumbest, like, why does there have to be a nickname? Like he was just Omos forever. Like you could try to put a nickname in front of him and repackage it, whatever, you know, they had to though. Uh, again, that match wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but I feel it was still better than, all of our expectations, or maybe they put it in the perfect spot. So there was, you know, a good match and we were a little higher when it happened a little more up, shall I say, it was still good. You know, it wasn't the greatest thing, but it was, you know, good for what, who was in it and what it was going to be. Almost gets the win after MVP. It's, you know, the almighty in the eye with his cane, you know, stupid stuff happened. We all knew stupid stuff was going to happen. That was the point of this whole MVP thing was for him to get it over with, um, with that damn nickname. Like, why do you call him the Nigerian giant? Why can't we just leave it alone? Omos. Done. Well, he was a personal colossus already. Why don't we just keep him at Omos? Dumb nickname. Everyone doesn't need a nickname. Believe it or not, you could have just left it alone and no one would have been offended. But still put on a better thing than we thought. Jimmy Smith, again, then called it the WrestleMania pre-show and not the WrestleMania backlash pre-show. Because believe it or not, WrestleMania is WrestleMania and WrestleMania backlash is WrestleMania backlash which is why throwing WrestleMania in front of Backlash is dumb. Just call it Backlash. We'll all be okay. Everyone will understand. Don't try too hard. It's they love to do. Then we got Edge versus, you know, AJ Styles. Edge won. I thought it was, you know, completely different than a lot of what we saw, you know, at WrestleMania in a way just for the way they, you know, carried this one out. It was the same thing with like a different style. I liked that. So it was good to see Edge and then both going at it more. And again, this is a good thing. Like those two together in the ring is a good thing. Where are they going to go with it forward after everything? Who knows? But those two can wrestle. Those two can tell stories and those two could switch it up character wise to tell stories really fast and really, really well and effectively, which a lot of people can't because there's some people you just can't get behind if they switch and you know they could both play between you know face and heel so i thoroughly enjoyed the match pre-showing up was the first time i remember ever in my life that i can actually remember which doesn't say much but then pulling like he's not supposed to be here when pre-showed up he was just in the aisle wave he didn't get to the ringside area until finn attacked him from behind which again you know banned from ringside you know referee strikes all kind of dumb stuff how many times do people come down you're like what he's still in the aisle way like, so that was a good different way to do it just because you never see that. So it's just someone shows up when they're not supposed to anyway. But that was good. Finn tacks him. So we're going to see what happens between, you know, all of them. But then while that's happening, the ref's distracted. There's Rhea, the, you know, get on AJ on the top rope. Again, she was cloaked and all that. But 
I've been saying it for forever that it was coming, so it's good that it did happen. Because where else were they going to go with her? I think it's going to be good to help, you know, push her and get things better. And again, add a different wrinkle to the judgment day, just because they have her there to, you know, pop up in front of people to save people's shot. Like, it's just a whole different dynamic by having her there. But that distraction caused AJ. So now he's 0-2. Edge is 2-0. And again, on Raw, we saw it's not over yet. Just how are they going to do it? I guess that means Liv has to get involved with AJ and Finn just to be the woman. But, you know, Edge wins by choking out AJ. Start with crossface, put him into, you know, rear naked choke, I believe. Edge crossface into a sleeper there. And it was good. And again, it was good for Rhea. We all, I've been saying it. I'm sure a lot of us have been thinking that she needs it. Just the way they've been using her since she lost the title like forever ago. Like, it was necessary. I thought it was a very, that was a good way to do it. The crowd sounded pissed, which is even better because it's getting the reaction that they want. Was it predictable? Yes. Did I say it was going to happen? Yes. But was it a good thing? Because where else was she going to go? Most certainly. So I can't really be that mad about them doing that because she needs it. She really did. None of you can disagree with the fact that she needed it. Now onto the SmackDown matches. Ronda Rousey defeated Charlotte Flair in an I Quit match, become SmackDown Women's Champion. And I enjoyed that match for the most part more than I thought I was going to. Did I think they held the microphones near them to yell, you know, hell no, this, that, and the other thing when it came to quitting? No. I, th- Well, yes, I thought they held it too long. No, I don't think it should have gone that long. I think, you know, there's the microphone down there hearing them panting more and all that. Like, I thought that part was done, but I thought they put together a better match than I thought it was going to be like they put together a good one. So good on them. Um, and good on, you know, Rhonda got the win in it, made her, you know, say I quit with her arm in the chair. And really, I mean, again, they drug it out for mania for another month to get Rhonda to be champion. And, you know, it gives Charlotte now the time to go get married to Andrade honeymoon you know do whatever she wants to do you know we know we're not going to see her for a couple months she's not just going to go do it and come back a couple weeks later you know not as big a player as charlotte is uh i don't think she will be i mean she could prove us all wrong but i think they'll give her the time off she can come back to be like oh no we have to go see this you know premium live event because charlotte's back you know something like that so it was good timing to have all that happen they put together a good match and who are they gonna you know put Ronda with now that one I hope it's something good I really hope it's someone that's entertaining or maybe it's a returning someone like you never know but at least Ronda being champion won't be the same thing repeatedly over and over again yeah I mean granted armbar all of this but it'll be a different face because the longest time I mean how long was it just Charlotte beating up Naomi yeah Tony Storm fortunately like there was just so much like the women's tag division like, we all know it's going to happen. And that killed it. So I was going to see Madcap Moss defeated Happy Corbin. Uh, I thought it was one, you know, it wasn't the worst match I've ever seen. It was better than Lashley Omos. And again, I liked it. I sat down and watched all to see it end with the sunset flip for Madcap to win it like that. Again, good. You don't need to do anything crazy. And, you know, him and Corbin aren't done yet. But they're having them tell better jokes, and they're slowly, you know, extending the amount of 
you know, the length of Madcap's matches, which could be a really good thing. Again, he's talented. He has the charisma. And, you know, now they're letting him tell jokes that actually do make you laugh, even though I'm sitting there going, no, nah, this is what he's going to say. And he goes, here, joke, his career, your career. Like, you know, you know they're coming, but they're still a lot better. And he's talented. Ring gear is slightly questionable at times, but he's talented. It was good. I enjoyed it. That's all I got to say about that. And then Roman Reigns and the Usos defeat Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. And I'm thankful for the match they put together in that because, you know, it wasn't like a lot of, you know, the AEW matches where you see where it's just a match full of a bunch of high spots, big spots, all kinds of dumb stuff, which we see happen a lot. There's actually a lot of in ring action, telling stories. There was stuff that, you know, you thought was going to happen that did happen. But they still put together a good match without turning it into a spot match, which was good. And could have gone different at the end, yes. But, you know, because did Roman and the Usos need to win? No, because it wasn't a title match. And, you know, they could turn around and beat them at the next show for the titles. And, you know, the Usos, you know, carried all at the end. But Usos, like, who knows? But they did technically protect Drew. Because Roman didn't pin him, then the, but they technically at the same time did RK Bro, because Roman got a pin on them and not one of the Usos. Now it's one of those things where they didn't technically pin that, but he did. You know, it does a lot of that stuff. You think and look about it. Either way, you know, it was a good match. It was an entertaining match. Um, you know, hear the rumors about Roman and all that. Yeah, no more. You know, six man tags with you know the bloodline. You know. Pretty much, no, you know, cutting way back on live events. Can't really say to the tribal chief then, but that's just my humble personal opinion. But, you know, all in all, it was a good pay-per-view minus, you know, a thing or two. Because if you just sit down and watch it, they got all the stupid vignettes and skits and the 24-7 title and all that. And the matches didn't absolutely suck, and there were more good matches than bad matches, and that's all you can ask for. But, you know, for the week and there, I mean, Rampage wasn't the best thing ever. Sorry, guys. I was Hey, I was very nice to them for the last couple of weeks. Everyone heard that. Everyone knows that. Can't do it this week. SmackDown had some good stuff, but again, a lot of dumb stuff. And then the big one, premium live event didn't completely suck. Maybe I'll have to watch it again. It'll change my mind, but I don't think you know it sucked. I thought they did a good job. I'm completely okay with that. So it was good stuff. I liked it. Uh See how it all goes from, you know, here. I think they could do some stuff, you know, differently. But again, see what they do with tag titles and Roman and Drew. Get to see, you know, Rhea joined the Judgment Day, which we all thought was coming. But again, she needed it because where else was she going to go? Yeah, there really wasn't anything after all these lame tag teams, everything else she's been doing, like there was only one way to go. And I'm glad they pulled the trigger on. No matter what anyone feels, I'm happy they pulled the trigger on. It was a good move. It was a good call. It was what they had to do. And, you know, does Omos need a nickname? No. Does Do we need to see, you know, another matches of some of these things? No. But did they put together good matches? Yes. Did Cody and Seth have another good match? Yes. Are we now officially knowing they're going to have another one? Yes. But, you know, I think they could put together a third one. Just got to see how they play it all out, and it all wasn't the most terrible thing in the world. So, I mean, the pay-per-view made up for a lot of the idiocy over the weekend there, because there was just, you know, again, the two TV shows, like, why? And I was waiting 
for WrestleMania Backlash to do the same thing, but thankfully it didn't. So I got to give them credit for that one. Good job on them. Pat on the back. There you go. And I'll leave. Not to myself. That's to them. As I thought it didn't completely. So again, comment. Tell me what you think. But, I, you know, I just went there looking at it strictly for matches. And were they all the greatest things? No. But did any of them absolutely suck on Sunday? No. Compared to some of the stuff we saw on Friday night from those two shows. So good on them. And I commend them. Granted, last night happened. Tonight's going to happen. and Tomorrow's going to happen. So. Hopefully they don't suck, but I'll be back on Thursday to let you all know. With that, I'm going to jump off. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Sorry I waited an extra day. And all these hours, again, technical difficulties and stuff, and I was just trying to catch up yesterday. Hannah's birthday was Saturday. Mother's Day was Sunday. So I spent Saturday you know, doing birthday stuff. And then we spent Sunday with her parents, you know, celebrate Mother's Day with her mother, her brother, all of them. Terry was her brother's wife's mother, mother-in-law, I guess, technically, you know. It was just a busy weekend. I had all kinds of racing and stuff, but we'll be back on schedule now every uh, Monday and Thursday, unless Johnson and them want to jump on for a premium live event or just to do one. But thank you for watching. Don't forget, if you're listening, watching, share it out. Facebook, you know, has the videos when I do with other people, but they're on YouTube and Rumble. The audio I put onto Facebook from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, but it's also on Breaker, Stitcher, Radio Public Pocket Cast. Good pods. So, you know, share that all out. They go to Twitter under Jesse Rosensky for my personal thing. I have to share them there and make sure, you know, we keep this thing growing. But I'll be back on Thursday to talk about Raw 2.0 and Dynamite. So be good to each other. Enjoy yourselves until then. Tell me what you think. Comment, share it out. And until next time, my friends, peace. <laughs>